Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. It's kind of a sigh. That's the sigh of of somebody who's (laughs) juggling a lot this week. I was trying to be so present as soon as we got on. And then I was like, oh, wait, email. And then I was like, no, wait, no, I'm doing a podcast. I can't do that. (laughs) I know. I know that I'm literally looking right now because you just reminded me that I didn't turn on my do not disturb because I can't. I always want to be disturbed. I, it's a problem. I don't even know how to turn that on. I'm not, I don't, sorry if we, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Oh my gosh. Boundaries uh, are good. Mm-hmm. Boundaries, I'm, I'm learning about them. I've heard about them. They seem cool. <laughs> yes. It's an ethereal notion. What's going on with you today? Oh, I actually um, got an email from the landscapers. So I've never had a landscaper before we have someone who helps us mow the yard because Adam and I are not really like um we don't know about that you know and it's like really hot and then yeah. we like Adam has to be home to do it he would do it sometimes when he was home but then we like got rid of our lawnmower several years ago <laughs> so it's not consistent. you don't even have to worry about that yeah it's not consistent people care here you know people in the south if your grass is long it's like considered rude you know and so so anyway, anyway, but I've never had a landscaper to like help do the landscaping, but we got this house we moved into last summer and I was like big plans, big yard. And then we spent like three days digging three holes because <laughs> the yard <laughs> is like old concrete. And in North Carolina, where we live, we don't have soil. It's red clay. And so it was like digging through clay and like an old driveway. And we dug, I don't know, took turns digging three holes for blueberry bushes. And then I'm like, are they even going to survive? Because you have to dig really deep to like try to get soil. Anyway, long story short, I was like, I really want a beautiful yard. But like, do I have the time, physical strength or like knowledge of the soil and land to like do it, to make it like beautiful? And so the answer was no. (laughs) <laughs> so I found this like beautiful, it's like a natural, organic, you know, landscaping company and, you know, just kind of told them what I wanted. And we like juggled around with the list and, and the um, quote and everything. And so they're coming. I just got the email and I'm so excited. I'm getting like food, you know, I'm getting blackberries and raspberries and this thing called honeyberry bushes and I have fig trees. So it's like, um, it's uh, edible yard. Yeah blueberries and fig trees are so beautiful my dream is to have olive trees but we do not live in the correct climate <laughs> i had one inside for a while and it is deceased Aww. um i know but you know it's funny you say that because i planted blueberries last year in pots and they uh, a couple days ago we were in new york and atlas really wanted to go home for like the afternoon and check on his stuffed animals and take <sighs> a bath in his bathtub so i got to check on the yard and they are also all no longer with us you know I should have gone the route of hiring somebody to do the thing because I'm not good with outdoor anything 
Wait, so you have a yard? We do. We have oh, a small cool. yard. Yeah. Oh, fun. It's like all English ivy, you know, along the gate and along the back of the house. It's wild. You can sit out there when the sun is going down and there are twinkle lights and it feels like you're in Paris, like another world. It's so magical. It is. I mean, it was really like the biggest selling point of our house. It's just this little, you know, plot of land, which is hard to come by in the city. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So uh, what do you have going on this week? So we're in Michigan today in Pontiac, and we're just like prepping to cross the border tonight, which fun. <laughs> so it'll be my son's first border crossing. We usually fly with him and we're prepping him like, well, you go to sleep, but then you wake up at two in the morning and you have to go in this weird questioning room and there's dogs <laughs> on the bus and they check the peanut butter, whatever. Um, so he's he's excited and a little unnerved. And then we have Travis, the guitar player. His son is out for a week. So it's really cute to have them both here. He's really, his name is Rory. He's really into the idea of working while he's out here. (laughs) He's got his little radio on. And yesterday they bought him like a cutoff crew t-shirt. And (laughs) our tour manager is like looking for child-sized work gloves. And I'm like, I don't think that's a thing you should be able to find. (laughs) So... So it's been fun. I, you know, I'm trying to like take time to be present this week and, you know, work when I can cram it in. But post Comic-Con and all the things, I'm just feeling like, all right, I, I've accomplished things. I want to just be chill for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, good. That's always good to be like, okay, I had a big push for work and now I can just kind of go with the flow and just take yeah. it as it comes. Yeah. It's hard to not feel that though. I was thinking a lot about what you said the in one of our earlier shows um, when you said, I just want to be writing. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 really challenging when your passions become your job because it, there's there's no clear line anymore. No. I hear people all the time be like, you're not your work. You work. And I'm like, what? I don't know. I feel <laughs> well, like I didn't I sign up for that. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. So let's get to let's get to the meat and potatoes, shall we say, of this uh, one. Yes, we got a great question this week. What what is it? Let's All right, talk. I will read it. This was a submission form, I believe, from our website, uh, or perhaps just an email from a listener that was very nice, and there was some uh, great reviews that came before this question, and then. She asked, I have a question for you both since you lead such creative, busy, and adventurous lives. I often struggle with that quote-unquote grass is always greener on the other side feeling. I'm currently pursuing a PhD in entomology and I love it. Yes, I love bugs. Very cool. But I love a lot of things and find myself wishing for expertise in all of them. How do you find time to pursue other passions or life callings? And how do you keep satisfied with the path that you followed? I love this question so much. Um, Do you have any initial thoughts? I think one misconception about life and the amount of time that we have is that you sort of have to pick a lane and just stay there. I have found that life is short and it is so long. And I believe that there's time for all your passions, that there's time to hone in on a number of different things. I think it's like, creativity or interests beget other interests. So there's always going to be something else. There's always going to be another thing that then takes your attention, this shiny new thing over here. And I don't think you should limit yourself from looking into those things. 
that said, finishing something is equally important. And, you know, maybe you're not ending a thing with the same amount of vigor that you started it with. But wrapping that up is really important. I don't like to limit myself for better or for worse in any area of my life. And, and I think looking outside of the one thing that you're supposed to be focusing on can really, in some ways, reverse fuel that thing, if that makes sense. I feel like I just did a circle. That's good. <laughs> that's what that makes that's perfect. What do you think? Like, how do you I mean, I feel like you are more streamlined and like focused than I am in a lot of ways. Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. You're the focused one. You're the grown okay. up one. Agree to disagree. <laughs> but I think we're different in some way. We're different in some ways. When I hear your answer, I think I agree. I don't want to limit myself to whatever my interests or callings are or what I'm passionate about. On the other hand, it's a little easier for me because I don't want to do anything other than write necessarily as far as like my path or what I would want my career to be. But I struggle to find time to make priority for like the creative interests that I have. Particularly, I got an oboe for my birthday. I love playing it, but I have barely ever do. And I also learned German pretty well growing up. And I, and I did it folk and took the classes through middle school and high school and college. And so I speak or have spoken it pretty well. And so I want to maintain it, but I do not find the time. And so I definitely struggle with that priority, but because I don't see it as like that there's not enough time. I don't, I don't really try to abide by that concept yeah like there's never any time I don't <laughs> so I think that it's priorities and, and what you can prioritize and when you can set boundaries because I spend a lot of time on my phone I feel like I talk about this every episode and I really let it happen but I could be better about time management and like setting aside the time for the oboe setting aside time for the duolingo or the apps or the tutors or or the german-speaking community meetings or whatever you know and so I could set time aside to meet my goals. But there is this quote that I thought of and, and we've done mini and we've and we've talked about how it's like, oh, we need to, we have this great idea, this great quote. And I thought of one right away when it came to this question, but there's a Sylvia Plath quote uh, from the Bell Jar that kind of touches on this, especially particularly for women of that time period, but I think it's relevant to this question. And she says, I saw my life branching out before me like the green fig tree in the story from the tip of every branch, like a fat purple fig, a wonderful future beckoned and winked. And then it's like all these futures where she could be, she'd be married with kids. She could be a famous poet. She could be a professor. She could be, you know, traveling the world. Yeah. And then at the end, she says, I wanted each and every one of them, but choosing one meant losing all the rest. And as I sat there, unable to decide, the figs began to wrinkle and go black. And one by one, they plopped to the ground at my feet. So I think the message is like, you still, you just got to choose. <laughs> you just got to choose the one thing that calls you. And obviously this, the person who asked this question has, they're getting a PhD in entomology, which is beautiful and interesting. But I do feel like kind of that paralysis or the unwillingness to make that choice for yourself. And, and as women, particularly, I feel like we are not educated necessarily in, in making those decisions or I grew up in a really small town in the eighties, you know, nineties. And so particularly maybe my experience was not necessarily where I was raised to be super empowered in decision-making, especially about my own life. And I don't know if that's relevant to, to any other listeners or not, but I've had to learn that it's okay <laughs> to take my yes. life in my hands and decide what I want to do and how I want to do it. 
And I think I came to that late. So when you were talking about like the oboe and German and writing, it's important at some point to really categorize the value that these things hold for you. Writing is a passion and these other things are maybe more a hobby, right? And so you can make time for them, but they will never encroach on the amount of joy and purpose and meaning that you take from writing. You know, and we shouldn't have to feel like exploring other interests is taking away from the thing that we're pursuing. But I personally find if I'm doing something sheerly for the sake of enjoying it, I feel guilt. And that that's something that we all have yeah. to work on because when you stop yep. feeling that yep. way, you recognize that there is time. There is time mm-hmm. for all the things. Yep. And obviously, like for the for the listener and probably for other people, it's like they're already doing their job. They're already doing one thing and they're probably so immersed in your PhD program for sure. You're so immersed in one thing. You might not actually have a ton of time to do other things at the moment. And there's always those phases, you know, like when I was in school, I was not playing my oboe, (laughs) you know, because I was doing homework and also teaching, you know, and, and so, and it's like when you're on tour, you know, you're not necessarily doing all these other, you're not gardening, you know, or you're not Mm -hmm. doing all these other things, but you're like in a phase. And then as the phase passes, you can make different choices. Yeah. Having a newborn for me, that it was Mm -hmm. the time in my life when I, I felt completely incapable not because people don't do it. There are plenty of women and partners who figure that out and are writing books and making mm-hmm. movies and doing whatever else. But I was my headspace was zero. So you're right. There are times when you'll have a lot of it and there are times that you won't. You know, maybe now is not the time to pursue all of those other things. Right. Finish this. You'll always have this thing to fall back on and this passion that you might find is reinvigorated when you're not doing it because you have to. Yep. Yeah, and then keeping satisfied with what you've chosen. It's kind of like you, you said, don't you don't have to. You don't have to. You might, <laughs> if you have your PhD, you might be like, well, I don't know that I, it's sacrificed a lot. I don't necessarily want to walk away, but hopefully it's something that you love enough to where you don't feel that tension. I definitely think just the idea of satisfaction in our culture is at stake because yeah. we are, there's so much coming at us and there's so many different adventures and callings and I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And I, perhaps it's always been that way and and I'm just growing up and becoming aware of it, but maybe not, maybe it hasn't because the internet is, is so different. It's changing things so quickly, but there's some corners of our culture that tell you not to be satisfied or that you're not doing the right thing or that you should be doing something else. And I think just becoming aware of like, Oh, am I feeling that way? Because I'm, of what I'm seeing or watching or am I truly is something else calling me yeah yeah where's the pressure coming from and if it's time that you dedicated to something and you're feeling guilt that now you're not that same person like cut yourself some slack always cutting ourselves some slack bringing grace some levity which is a word Lexi rule used and it's like that in my head since for like <laughs> I just think it's a great word it's like just some lightness and ease yeah so good luck finishing, yeah. finishing your, you know. So cool. That is cool. Uh, I like bugs from a distance. I can't wait to hear more down the road if we ever have another great email from this listener. Yeah. I hope she finds something that is moving. Yeah, or a, a balance, like a balance mm-hmm. that really works and feels generative and hopeful and not draining, but exciting. Yeah, that's our wish for you. 
for you, listener, <laughs> a balance of all your hobbies and your work and your love life and your social life and everything is yeah. a ball that is perfectly spherical. Are balls supposed to be spheres? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and bounces easily. That was my weird metaphor for today. <laughs> well, that was beautiful, Misha. And I can't wait to come back in one week with you and hear some more metaphors. Well, one way or another, keep submitting questions. And if there's really positive glowing feedback attached to that, yeah, we'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But you can always write us at bandwivespod on our Instagram and bandwivespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we appreciate every one of you and everything that you've been giving back to us. We're just really happy to hear from you. So, yeah. And next week, we have an interview with amazing uh, Lexi Rule. And it's really, that's a sparkling one. Hold on to your seats. To your pants. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone.